Hi everyone, I'm Tara Mont, and you're listening to the Trust and Thrive with Tara Mont podcast, where you can find a new episode released every Thrive Thursday. I am a current clinical psychology graduate student, passionate about all things to do with mental health, relationships, healing, self-reflection, and other topics that influence us in our everyday lives. I created this podcast to hopefully inspire others to live their most authentic life and to share insightful and honest conversations with everyday individuals and informed professionals. Although the show is not a replacement for therapy, I hope the conversations had can inspire you to look within, to practice self-compassion, to gain more awareness, and to trust the process of your unique journey. If you resonate with the message of Trust and Thrive, make sure to subscribe and stay tuned. You can also stay connected by following me on Instagram at Trust and Thrive. Thank you for being here. Now let's get right into this week's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I hope you're all doing well, having a lovely June. We're back today with a solo episode. I've had a lot on my mind. I say that every time. (laughs) I always do, especially these last few weeks and months leading up to me, leading up to me being done with school toward the end of the year. I've just been like very eager, very in some ways impatient, and I'm trying to be present to embrace the journey of where I am, the process, and understand that grad school isn't forever and this isn't my life forever even though it feels like it and with trust and thrive specifically if you follow me at trust and thrive on tiktok and instagram you will see that i post a lot about people pleasing and boundary setting and as i work on unlearning certain beliefs and patterns and behaviors that maybe don't help me now anymore i'm learning a lot every day just from hearing other people give feedback or share their experience. And it's really such a blessing to be able to, first of all, show up authentically online, even though it can be really terrifying. (laughs) And sometimes I'm like, I should just stay quiet and not share anything, which is fine if I wanted to do that. But for me, I feel really passionate about sharing what I've been through and hearing other people's experiences. And I really love the community that we've created with Trust and Thrive. So one thing that has come up these last few weeks, especially that I've thought about, that I've seen other people comment about or share their experience about is struggling with the discomfort of setting a boundary and the guilt that comes up with it for many, especially if you're not used to setting boundaries. I talk a lot about boundary guilt and what that can look like. And so I wanted to just do a little episode on what that has looked like for me, what that can mean, and maybe just share my experience. If it's something you can resonate with, then wonderful. If not, then maybe you'll learn something new. And so just to share a little bit about my experience, I made a post recently too (laughs) about how if I knew I had to, for example, have a conversation with someone, like an uncomfortable conversation, or, you know, let them know how I feel or set a boundary like it was so stressful to me like physically stressful that I I made a joke about it (laughs) I think people thought like I actually moved which I didn't but to myself I think like oh I just should just move across the country or across the world and start a new life and have a new name and new identity and no one will know who I am and I don't have to deal with any of this (laughs) it's like I would have 
rather at some in some moments, even though I was joking, like I genuinely felt that like starting a new life sounded so much easier than having to deal with conflict or an uncomfortable conversation or to talk with someone I loved about something that hurt me or hurt them. I thought this is uncomfortable. I'd rather just avoid it. (laughs) And I've obviously grown in many ways to not be like that and realize that avoiding it, avoiding our feelings and avoiding conflict doesn't actually help the relationship. And of course, it depends on the type of relationship and if you feel safe enough to have a conversation with someone. Like I really do believe there's some people that you may be aware of yourself or have experience with that you just can't get anywhere. And they're like either super in attack mode, defense mode, and that's a whole other situation. But I'm talking about like relationships where, you know, you feel like you can have a conversation with them. It's a safe space overall. And it may be uncomfortable, but you both can talk about it and it's okay. Even in those moments, it can be so uncomfortable to let them know how you feel, to share something that bothered you or hurt you, or to point something out. It feels like it can be so much easier sometimes just to avoid it. And I really feel that sometimes. Like, I really feel that in the past, especially. I thought like, okay, I could just let it go. And for me and what I've heard from other people too, it can be a very common thing for people pleasers. Like for example, being upset or frustrated or feeling a certain way about something And just pushing it under the rug, just sweeping it under the rug and thinking, okay, it's not a big deal. I'm going to let it go when really it is something that maybe bothers you. And we think that by ignoring it, we're keeping the peace or we're avoiding the discomfort of having to bring it up. So it's just easier to like push it away when in reality that doesn't make the feeling go away. So for example, if my partner does something that bothers me, let's say let's say he makes a specific joke that I don't think is funny and hurts my feelings. I can just go along with it and be like, okay, haha, whatever, and think, okay, I just, I need to let it go. But if it really is something that does bother me, like, don't take me wrong, there are certain things that I just let go because they don't affect me that much. But if it clearly bothers me and is something that I know makes me feel a certain way, and it will continue to happen, for example, me ignoring it in that moment is not actually making it disappear. That feeling does not disappear. It just gets buried and stuffed somewhere and it builds up and it builds up because say, for example, the next time he's gonna make the same joke or he's gonna make the same joke in a week or this is just like a very hypothetical situation, but we all have different experiences that can connect to this. Say, for example, he continues to make that joke that hurts my feelings and he doesn't know that it hurts my feelings it is eventually going to build up and either I'm going to start to build resentment or I'm going to flip out one day at him or I'm just going to like feel very angry inside, which is part of the resentment. But it looks different for everyone, of course, how how that feeling may resurface for you. But for me in the past, especially when I would hold how I really felt inside and think like, okay, whatever, I'll let it go. Thinking that I'm letting it go, but it's actually there, it would build up and build up and I would have resentment or anxiety or insecurities because that person, whoever it was in the situation would not know how I really felt. And then I would be passive aggressive and I would like do other things, even maybe unintentionally, but I would 
be used to doing that. Like, say, for example, I was really upset that they did something. I didn't share it. So to somewhat show that I'm upset, I would like respond in a different tone or I wouldn't show up to something. This is like a very, very vague example. (laughs) I've seen it happen to me as well. And it's just so exhausting beating around the bush, trying to figure out, are they upset with me? Are they hurt? And I think even as a people pleaser, like I can tell when someone is not being completely honest with me, of course, not all the time, but I genuinely want to be like, it's okay to let me know if you're upset. It's okay to let me know that you're hurt because I, I prefer that. And I want honest and open communication, especially now that I've been working on that myself than to maybe have someone who's upset or hurt by something I said or did and I wasn't aware of it and then it goes to someone else, someone else hears it or they keep it in or they're upset with me and it's just like games and a waste of energy and time. And I know, I know it's not that simple all the time. And like in some ways it seems so simple, like just have a conversation with that person. And I also have empathy for other people and realizing that everyone grew up in a different environment. Everyone viewed conflict in a different light. Like for me, I thought conflict was always extreme. So I just wasn't used to like having a normal conversation of like, that hurt me. Like, oh, okay, thank you for letting me know. Like I'm not used to that dynamic or example. So for me, I thought like, okay, if I bring this up, even if it's just a little thing, it's going to explode or turn into a whole fight or it's going to ruin everything. So when I think about other people in my life and how they may handle conflict or how they may approach those types of conversations, they may feel the same way and may be scared for valid reasons and experiences that they've had. Maybe they've been through some form of trauma in the past that has then taught them to fear any type of conflict or conversation because Maybe in those moments in the past, they were not safe. Maybe someone you love grew up in a household where if they brought up any concern, it was invalidated or they were shamed for it or they were made to believe that they were the problem or they were gaslit. There are so many different reasons why people may fear conflict and I'm not here to tell you or anyone why you or someone you know may be a certain way because like I mentioned every episode, this isn't therapy And there's no one size fits all answer. There's no like one reason why people are the way they are. We are all so complex and have different backgrounds and experiences. And so I can simply share my experience and maybe why I feel like I am the way I am and what I've heard. But like I said, this isn't a place to diagnose yourself, to be like, give me the answer of why I am the way I am. So... Going back, I have been really learning to face the discomfort, like the same way that when I go to the doctor's office and like get an annual shot or whatever I need to do. Like I I just don't like needles. I do not like needles. I've passed out once when giving blood. So I've like pushed it off in the past, but I know I need to do it and take care of my health. But for example, those experiences to me are uncomfortable and I don't like them, but I know they're good for me and that I want to check on my physical health. I want to see how I'm doing and that it's important. So even though, you know, having a needle draw blood or gain a shot or whatever is uncomfortable and can be painful, maybe there are some things in life 
that can help us grow and discomfort can help us grow in many ways. But I just want to make it clear that not everything that is uncomfortable is good for us either. So, I mean, that's obvious. But I think I like to like kind of give that general disclaimer every episode that nothing is one size fits all. There's no black or white answer to anything. And I make that very clear because I have had people who see my page or see a post and get very passionate about you know, it's not this way or that way. And I agree because nothing is black or white. Anything I post or say is not one size fits all. Going back, I would genuinely like do anything to avoid the discomfort of having a conversation, for example. And then I'd realize over time, me doing that is just avoiding like the temporary discomfort. But anytime I've done that in the past, like it's just become worse. So for example, if I've had a friendship or relationship where I thought like, okay, I don't need to bring this up even though it does bother me. I would like convince myself, like even gaslight myself sometimes into thinking like, get over it. It's not a big deal. It doesn't bother you. Just like let it go. Even though the feeling was still there, I was still hurt or upset by it. And what would end up happening is I would hold it in. It would build up and it would come out in some other way and negatively affect the relationship or myself or the other person. And that was not fair to anyone involved. And I have compassion for myself in that moment because I I did what I knew and I worked with the tools I had. And it's not easy to just snap out of what we've grown up learning and what we know. And at the same time, I'm, you know, sharing what I've learned throughout the last few years. Like this has taken me years to understand how all of this has connected in my life. And it's not like, okay, now I have the self-awareness. I don't do it anymore. I've had many moments where I would react or respond or behave in ways I was not proud of. And it still happens today. (laughs) And that simply makes me human. And I have compassion for myself because I remember that even though I may be aware of certain patterns and why I am the way I am in many ways, I also understand that. I've learned to be a certain way for over two decades, and it's not like a light switch where I can just erase everything I've learned and the way I've lived my life. Even though I'm working on myself and I'm aware of many of these patterns, I also understand that this is a long process that can be lifelong. I'm unlearning so much and rediscovering who I am, who I want to be, how I want to communicate what I want my relationship dynamics to look like. And that can be hard because many of the relationships I have now are relationships that I had when I would hold it in, when I wouldn't set a boundary, when I was a certain way. So it's not just about discovering a lot about myself, but also redefining how certain relationships in my life are, changing certain dynamics, and of course, losing certain relationships and losing certain people in your life. But for many of the relationships I've kept, I'm thankful that we've been able to both grow in many ways and change the dynamic, have ups and downs, and also recognize that that's probably going to happen multiple times. Even in my even in my relationship with my husband, like we are completely different people than when we met. Of course, many of our values are the same and the ways we were are the same, but we both have grown in so many ways. We were, I'm like, we were children when we met, but we were so young and we are constantly 
growing in our own ways and our communication styles are constantly growing. We're figuring out what works. We're figuring out who we each want to be as individuals, as partners, even me with my friends and me and my life. Like I'm just really, really as hard as it is learning to embrace the discomfort that comes with being honest with loved ones who I feel safe being honest with, with telling someone like, I am hurt. And just because I tell someone I'm hurt and this upset me, that does not mean the relationship has to end. And I think when we're younger too, like middle school, high school years, many adolescents think in very like black or white extreme ways. And so it's like, oh, you hurt me. We're not friends anymore. And then the next day you're fine. Or like, it's funny to see how as I've gone older and just as I've worked on myself that actually like being honest and letting someone know you're hurt and dealing with conflict in a healthy way can actually make relationships stronger of course if both people are able to be respectful and and of course that doesn't mean we're never going to say something hurtful like no one's perfect but both people are open to repair and to working through the feelings that come up, even if they're uncomfortable, I think that's such a beautiful thing. And once again, I'm not talking about like abusive situations because there are people like that, unfortunately, who will hurt you, who will apologize and the cycle will continue. And that can be a way to keep someone in a really abusive or unhealthy dynamic. And that's a completely different situation. I'm talking about like those other relationships where you overall feel like it's a healthy dynamic and people mess up and say hurtful things. But being able to tell someone like that hurt my feelings. And instead of them saying like, well, get over it. I didn't mean to whatever being able to have them hear you out to be curious. I think curiosity is so important. No, I've talked about what it's like to be on the end of telling someone you're hurt but also to be on the other side. If my partner or friend or someone came to me and let me know like something I did hurt them or they're upset with me, to validate that, to let them feel that way, to create that space, even if it makes me uncomfortable, to acknowledge that like they have the right to be hurt and upset with me and I'm not a terrible person for hurting someone I love or for saying something without realizing or for making a mistake. But it's only fair if I expect them to acknowledge my feelings and let me feel hurt. I hope I can do the same for them. I realize that someone can be hurt with me and that doesn't mean I'm a terrible person. Someone can be upset with me and that doesn't mean the relationship has to end. Someone can be disappointed in me and that doesn't mean I'm a disappointment. And so the more I've also worked on like my own extreme black or white thinking, like it's the end of the world if someone's hurt or upset with me the more I've been able to show up and just sit in that feeling and realize that that's not the end of the world. This is also temporary. It's a beautiful feeling to be able to know that like, wow, we got through that. I got through that. Like, oh, we can, like conflict is normal and (laughs) it can be healthy and it doesn't have to be such an extreme reaction to something. If like you're hurt, you could just let them know. You can let them know, oh, we don't have to waste days and hours and months and be passive aggressive and go through multiple people and figure out why we're upset and hurt. Like how beautiful, 
how refreshing, actually. More refreshing than anything. That's my talk of the day (laughs) on sitting through the discomfort and learning to sit through it because I still feel so uncomfortable. Like physically, if I think someone's upset with me, I like I sometimes just like can't do anything else. Like I can't get work done. <laughs> I can't focus. Like that's all that's on my mind. And I'm really working on managing those like physical <laughs> symptoms that come with it, but also that self-talk of okay, it's not the end of the world. I'm not a terrible person. Okay, even if I said something hurtful, they can let me know. Not like trying to read people's minds, which is also a hard part of this work as a people pleaser. Because if, so let me just share my example. As a people pleaser, I would expect other people to read my mind. I was especially hyper aware of other people. And I'd think like, okay, Like, how are they feeling? Are they upset? What's their tone? Are they hurt with, like, are they upset at me? Are they annoyed with me? Like, I'd spend so much energy reading into these messages. I'd expect other people to do the same with me. And it's exhausting. So to be able to think like, okay, I'm not going to chase anyone to guess if they're upset with me. They can let me know. Like, they have my number. They have my contact information, whatever it is. They can let me know if something I said was hurtful. If it's not something that's like obvious, because I'm not going around insulting people. That's just not who I am. But if it's something like, you know, I just made a comment and I didn't realize maybe it hurt their feelings, like they can let me know if it's something that's really affecting them. So those are some of my thoughts that have come up these last few weeks. It's such a hard journey. Like I I genuinely feel the way I feel about the posts I make too, where like I physically get uncomfortable and like I overthink. I will have moments where I feel so confident and expressing how I feel and setting a boundary. And then I have other moments where I literally will feel like physically ill and feel frozen and just like the I'll feel like the worst person. And it feels like I'm like 12 again, like overthinking everything. So if you are on the same boat or you know someone who is and you feel like, like, why is this so difficult sometimes? Please know that you are not alone. Just because we may be aware of certain things and we've maybe grown in certain ways, that does not mean that like, you know, healing's a light switch or a quick day and night change. Any type of healing and unlearning journey takes time. To any fellow recovering people pleasers, people pleasers, anyone who can relate in any way and who is working on themselves in some way, please know you're not alone. And the fact that you're here, that you've listened to this and exploring why you are the way you are, that is such a win. Not everyone is there and that's okay. Everyone's on their own journey. I do want to validate though that the fact that you're here, you're listening, you're open to different perspectives, maybe what I've shared relates to you and what you've been through. That takes a lot of courage to look within And to maybe face parts of ourselves we don't love or parts of ourselves that we have compassion for because maybe that version of ourselves didn't know any better at the time. Healing is a lifelong journey, ups and downs. It's not like a straight up, straight shot (laughs) going up. It's like messy and complicated and I'm just taking it day by day. (laughs) So thank you again for being here, for listening If you want to follow along more and see any posts that I share, you can follow at Trust and Thrive on Instagram and TikTok. And you can also 
leave a rating and review of this show on Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. I, and I really, really appreciate it to anyone who has left a review. It means the world. So thank you for being here. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Have a wonderful weekend. And we will be back with a new episode next Thrive Thursday. Thursday.